Good morning everybody, welcome to Run Planet 365 and welcome on this beautiful Friday. I hope that you start your day on the good side and I hope you have a beautiful day. So today uh, we're going to talk about um, a little bit about um, intervals and what are aerobic intervals and what are anaerobic intervals okay there's different types of intervals and how we can um, train in in a in um, in our um, training that and use utilize these intervals in a different way okay so for any of the new people or anything to understand basically even what intervals are is remember intervals is something that you know involves a break right and you know that's what it means interval um, the break can be walk the break can be rest the break can be jog or the break can be even a steady part of it float uh, uh, so today we're gonna discuss like what types of different intervals are there and how we can incorporate them in our training okay so First of all, the reason we do um, intervals, and the first part is let's take it back to what what is an interval? What was it similar to? The, it involves from it could even be from something like a, um, the first like a non, I guess it's a non-serious way, but a different way. Like a fartlek is one of the in, ways to just do an interval session without much worried about fart like it's a speed of play right so like the Kenyans have um, always done a fart like when I lived there for a few years I realized that every Thursday or whatever there was like hundred people met and then they did a fart like and nobody knew what the fart like would be until you got there so you get there you know you do your jog and then like people are talking like they're gonna say okay we're gonna do you know, you didn't know if it was going to be 20 times 1, 1, or going to be 2 times, you know, 15 times 2, or it was going to be 15 times 3. So basically, it was going to be one of those three. It was always, and then basically, you know, you just start with the slow part, and you start with the fast, and then you go with the fast one. So you go, if basically they say 1 minute on, 1 minute off, and so the for, for this specific workout, I know when everybody was showing up there, it was basically just a bunch of people showing up and, you know, uh, everybody just for themselves or whatever, whoever can survive this uh, um, fartlek. So, you know, the easy parts would be pretty easy, I think. You know, they didn't really focus until, un unless there was somebody in really good shape and that would push it and then it ends up pushing the group too. But remember that 100 people or 200 people, so everybody basically finds your, your you know, like the top guys, the ones that are running marathons are always at the front of the group and, you know, and it goes slower, slower through the end of the group where you got the, the visitors from other countries in the back, of course, trying to, to compete with the locals and, you know, get their um, confidence up you know um, because n not that everybody in Kenya is extremely fast but but I would say that everybody does run is pretty fast I would say uh, very rarely did I meet somebody that's like you know doesn't run for a professional in, in other words in Kenya at least in Iten nobody runs uh, or very rarely just for fun right it's it's a way of life and uh, you know that's 
that's what they do you know there isn't that's their way of income and you know either you go and do the work in the farms and do a lot of things but it and earn one or two dollars a day or you try to make it in running you know even if it takes you five six years to try and and that's one thing I really learned is you know Kenyans are always trying no matter what and they always believe that they can do it there's no limits and 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 that's one of the things I always picked up that believe and believe and believe and and I think a lot of times in the western world we don't believe too much uh, we're always uh, doubting ourselves and things like that but a Kenyan can just tell you that you know yes you can do it I'm sure you will do it someday you can do it you believe and things will happen these are just mantras that you need to tell yourself okay so anyway in a fart lick so that's pretty much the first type of interval it could also be in the interval because remember there's you go fast then you go slow okay and 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 we do this repetition training and we call it you know interval repetition is so that we can practice the running at fast pace but have breaks there and that's what allows us to you know to get a lot of fast running in 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 our training mm, so that that's what allows us to 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 be you know to practice that race pace but without feeling like uh, you know killing yourself so for example you know why do you go and do for example uh, 10 times you know a one kilometer repeats with 90 seconds rest right because and, and if you do it at a 10k pace or your 30 to 40 minute pace we try to go critical velocity so you're trying to run that pace if you did that in like one run that would be like a race right that would require four to five days to recovery it would be hard on your body but when you go do as a workout you know there's a break so every time you get to practice for those three minutes or four whatever that you're running or five whatever that you're running that k repeat and you get to practice your race pace in, in in that setting you know and then every time you have a feedback from the body hey that was too fast that was too quick let me slow down so you go out there and then you go out there and then you realize that if you do 10 of them or maybe you don't eight maybe you don't six but whatever that even if you mess one up you have another one coming up and you can you know you can correct the effort versus if you mess up in like a straight workout uh, like a tempo run it's much harder to restart uh, which although I have done where if I feel like I'm running myself a little bit on the edge of the tempo run I'll just float for a little bit you know I'll pull it back heart rate by 10 beats and then go give it a go again but I very rarely overtake my limits like in terms of from the start of the workout so I kind of start in a progressive way so so same thing here you have the ability you know to to redo or start the next one and saying okay I got to be a little bit more slower at this part I got or I got to pick up the pace a little bit so you have by the end of the workout you know you've done you know whether five or six or seven or eight repetitions or up to ten and now you've kind of like okay I'm, I'm familiar with it I know what I'm doing and by the end of the workout you've accumulated 30 minutes or 40 minutes of fast running but without killing yourself okay so that's why we do intervals now not everybody not, and this is very important guys not everybody can do intervals right away and I'm talking about like anaerobic or uh, critical velocity intervals or tempo intervals 
So intervals can be anything, any pace. It can be your marathon pace, right? It can be your half, it could be your uh, 10K, your 5K, even your mile pace. There's different types of intervals, you know, faster ones, slower ones. So what's important here is to understand that when are you ready to do these, okay? When and and what and does it make sense to do them? You have to understand kind of like your training. Uh, um, so when you understand all of that, then you'll be better, you know, knowing when to do these things, okay? So, but for somebody, let's say you're just coming back, you know, you're getting into running after a layoff, after time off, and, you know, and the, and the, and the, and you wonder, well, well, should I be doing intervals? And my question is not yet, because what you need to do is you need to work on your foundation. We need to work on your base. We need to work on you know, being able to regularly run, you know, working up to that, you know, whatever, but working up to, if it's possible to run 45 to 60 minutes per day or every other day, whatever that your, your goals are. We need to work on that. We need to make sure that first we're able to cover our easy days all the distance is normal easy without any stress like if you can you know first get your whatever amount of mileage or time running you want per week if you can do that with no injuries if you can do that with no um, any of you know if you can do that with no problems then you're ready for the next step and so on okay so everything always evolves training evolves you do a little bit more every time then you do a little bit less you know so you gotta you gotta see where does it um i guess say where does it work for you okay so at the start i always say once you finish and you feel like okay i've done like a, a month or two months of easy training i feel like i've now um getting better i feel like you know a 60 minute run does not uh, cause me an issue or a problem so then you say, okay, I'm ready to add, uh, and this is an important step here next is, and this is my favorite intervals. And a lot of times people don't, don't even know about these, but they're called aerobic intervals, okay? Not anaerobic, but aerobic. So basically what, I, what, what it is, is it's not even at your marathon pace, or, or it could be around your marathon pace, just depends. Like if you're a faster person, then... It's a little bit like if you're running marathon like under, you know, like three hours, then I would say that, you know, this is going to be at your marathon pace um, or a little bit slower, but right around that. And if you're a little bit, if you're a little bit slower, then it's for sure going to be at least your marathon pace, if not a little bit faster. But aerobic intervals are just, just like these little intervals during your run. So you would go like 15 minutes warm up and then you would go like maybe, you know, three times 10 minutes at aerobic intervals and, and with with a three minutes or five minutes easy between. So basically you're doing your normal easy running and then during those 10 minutes, during those 10 minutes, you basically are picking up to like a steady run. So you're trying to run for 10 minutes at a steady pace. Remember, this is not a tempo run. This is not like a workout. It's just, just you're picking up the pace and running faster than your normal easy days or faster than you've been doing in your foundation phase okay so this is that first step 
where you're actually changing and when you're adding a new component and where you're gonna start getting that foundation based fitness you know this is gonna what's gonna make um, this is what's gonna help that resistance you know between fast and slow so you're gonna start to become I would say medium pace this is gonna be where you're gonna become pretty good at running medium pace at this time aerobic intervals and the good thing about aerobic intervals they can be done quite often even they can be done every day in bits of pieces okay but you do have to be careful some days if you'll be tired you know you have to just go back to your normal easy uh, day but aerobic intervals are my favorite because they really ramp up your fitness they get you in good shape and you know that's what we're trying to do here um, we are trying to get you in really good shape before you know you're gonna move into the next phase okay after you've done some aerobic intervals for a few weeks let's for example say now you're ready for 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 maybe implementing um, some threshold training that would be the next interval okay some thresholds and threshold is again I've talked about this before it's your one hour race pace okay and obviously you can only um, I guess you can only do that you can only run that pace in a race for all out for one hour but in training what would you do is you you know we also do threshold intervals we start with you know small pieces and then we extend to where we can even you know run maybe three times 10 minutes two times 15 um, maybe continuous uh, wave runs there's so many different ways of you know like doing a tempo run it's just you gotta be you know you gotta know when to do it when you need it and when you don't need it and which one is gonna help you most with races um, so that's the next interval then we got that then we have uh, obviously your 10k intervals which is like I said basically let's just say you know you don't even, it don't have to be a 1k repeats but it can be like uh, it can be even a five by mile it can be just amount of minutes like a fartlek you know first time you're ever gonna do something if you're just you know not sure what pace to do it just do like a fartlek you know you do like you say okay all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go maybe today I'm gonna do five times four minutes okay at my 10k's 10k uh, efforts but you gotta know your, your efforts, right? You gotta know well. What's my 10k's, 10k pace? Sorry, guys. What's you know? What am I? What's my time? So that's why I always said in the previous episodes, I said to you guys, the importance of racing or importance of getting some kind of mark. Um, you know, like a, running is running. Like I, a lot of times, I think we're afraid of if we enter a race, a small race. It doesn't even matter if it's a neighborhood race or anything. It's just a race environment where we can push and find out okay this is where I'm at this is where I think I'm at and you know not always you'll achieve your best marks but definitely you can go faster in a race setting than in practice because you do want to know you know and for me or my wife we don't have an issue because I know where she's at you know there there's not a month that we go without a race obviously if in the mountains there's no races and then we'll do some time trials or something but but realistically I, I, I like entering races just to you know check the fitness it's like a lot of times people think you enter the race you know only you know when when you know fully ready but that's the peak race we're not talking about peak race we're just talking about entering any sort of races where 
where you're just entering to get some marks so that way you can it's called I don't know tune-up training or whatever you, if there's no race you can do a time trial you can do a time trial in in a, in a, in a, at home and that way you say okay at least I know here's my numbers here are my heart rate numbers here are my pace numbers this is where I'm at okay now I know you know how fast are my other runs based on this one thing because it's hard it's hard to um, I guess like there's many like zones right and it's hard to know like you know hey am I running easy very easy or faster easy remember I talked about the three easy runs and then you know if you don't have anything to back up that's why a lot of times the people that I coach you know I kind of say well what's your most recent time and then I basically you know I try to use that time that they have I try to use that as a you know as a some sort of a you know point that I know okay this is where we are because we have to know where we are so don't don't be afraid of finding out where you are even if it's um, not where you think you are so it's all about our ego a lot of times people don't race because we don't want we don't want to find out that we're actually slower than we think okay but I would rather find out that I'm slower than 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 what if I think I'm like in a 65 shape I'm training and training and then I get to race and I run a 68 half marathon I mean how disappointed would that be or you know if at least if I'm training and I know that hey you know I I think I'm somewhere in you know anywhere from 66 to 68 and that's and then I go to a race and I run like 67. That way I'm like, oh, okay, I was right. I'm somewhere in between that and that. And and that's how training works, you know. And I'm not afraid because in a race scenario, uh, it gives me, um, for example, uh, I remember um, two years ago or a year and a half when I was racing one half. Uh, I was the first half after really like four months. And I was a little bit nervous because it was a, a long time you know after I haven't raced and I was really really a little bit afraid of how my body would react um, so and then of course we have also 5k intervals and those are much faster and those we usually do at one to one ratio unless they're like you know they're like could be 400s could be 600s could be 800s could be on time usually when the Kenyans do the 20 uh, times one and one fartlek they're that's usually done at like their 5k pace so basically they came out of the workout with 20 minutes of 5k effort in every week right in their fartlek session so what what um, they always try to do is uh, they try to do everything in their training you know there's nothing that's missing you know nothing they have the recovery runs they have the endurance runs and that's what i always tell people um, that we want to be able to have we want to be able to have all sort of variety in our training uh, because if we have variety then we can you know get better every week and we're, we're not going to be missing any components okay but obviously before you can get to that step of being able to do all these things we need to make sure that we get you in a position that you can run easy every day every other day whatever that your limits are but that you can do it consistently and what you're doing is produces no stress to you anymore uh, 
because building a foundation is is always been the key okay uh, and I've done many many years you know of hundred mile weeks uh, ever since 2000 you know nine or whatever I mean I've always been accumulating mileage uh, some you know 22 mile runs uh, you know two plus hour runs every Sunday up you know every Sunday I used to run from two to three hours and I'm still do but not as often I, I now focus more on speed meaning I try to go for like 90 minutes or one hour 40 but at faster pace of course sometimes I still go slow but you know that's because I've, I've done so many long runs that just running a long run very easy at this point of my career is not really gonna produce uh, a result or or just you know help me as much so I really when I do train I try to I try to make sure that I train a at an intensity that I feel like it's gonna help me to get to the next level. So, but for you, in you know, if you feel like you have a good foundation already, then of course it's good for you to start going into the next step. Maybe it's aerobic intervals, maybe it's 10k intervals, threshold intervals, or maybe it's you know sometimes doing 5k intervals or even hill intervals. The whole idea of today's podcast was just to give you an idea, you know. Because a lot of times people, you know, not everybody understands the whole concept of intervals. So basically, no matter what, guys, the whole idea is whether it's whatever pace that you're running these intervals is just to be able to get some faster running uh, and have a little bit of break there so that you can repeat that faster running on the next interval, right? And you get a feedback from each session, okay? That's why I like doing... Um, kind of like intervals and things like that because it gives you feedback to your brain how to adjust how to go better on the next one even honestly I uh, one of my favorite uh, marathon interval workouts I call them is I would say it's 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 the most important biggest workout ever that for example um, uh, biggest uh, workout that I always do uh, not only maybe for myself but my wife and that's how usually we do this three weeks out from our goal race is um, and it's not really necessary by 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 uh, by K's or anything like that but but we do she does five times 5k and instead of really doing like a float which I think she you know we don't want to leave the race sometimes in but I think for the five by five we just do three, 1K easy between, you know, not too easy, but still easy, like around 7.30 per, you know, per mile or 7.20. So something like where the pace slows down a lot, but but you're still moving at, at, at somewhat of a running thing. You're not stopping. Uh, and really that workout, if you think about it, that comes out exactly the workout is 18.6 miles with roughly... Uh, uh, 15 yeah 15.5 miles done at marathon goal pace but of course in in a, in a kind of into a way right because there's that four four to five minutes gap between each 5k of easy running okay so if we really think about it what that allows is it allows us to 
understand each 5k segment understand how you're feeling getting your steps right getting your you know rhythm right because running is all about rhythm guys you know that's why intervals are so important you get to practice the rhythm you know and you get to practice maybe in that workout that we do we always practice doing um uh interval we practice doing like um gels we practice doing water all the things that we always do and any and even um you know we set up the water bottles all these little things that we always try to do to make sure that you know like that you achieve you know if you're going to run a marathon you got to be able to practice the same concept in training uh, that you're going to be doing in a race right so that's why we do these intervals but that's like this one is my favorite because it really reveals uh, what you can do in a marathon because at the end of the day you have 18.6 miles you know with the easy case you have 18.6 miles of of you know at six flat pace for her which is like at 95 percent of the marathon pace so or even you know maybe 90 percent so it's a really good workout it's like you know it it basically shows that this person is ready to be able to do it in a race day now the reason why i don't do any more like why i think it's better to do it this way is because i feel like if you try to do superhero workouts too often you can you might leave the race in in a in a training and it, although that's sometimes that's the thing you know between it's playing between between the edge it's doing all of that stuff and then you know and risking you know sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't but i prefer like you know to kind of risk sometimes but you know sometimes we do risk but you know sometimes we just stick to more like hey let's just get to 95 percent and you know let's leave the five percent for the race and that's why i always tell you guys you say you don't you know when i talked about the ranges yesterday so you don't need to always be on a high range you know as long as you hit what you need to hit when you go to race day there's you know the five percent is going to be there it's going to be there when you start pushing um so but yeah for for the interval part guys you know remember that um every one of you will do intervals at some point um so please have an understanding you know hopefully that this episode i was able to explain why we do the intervals you know why we do them uh, so so that way we can practice race pace you know uh, we do them more often so that you know each time you get a feedback from your body you understand the pace you learn because you have to learn you have to get dialed in in that effort so a lot of times you know i think newer runners struggle when you tell them you know i want this at 5k effort i want this at 10k effort and i want this at half effort and I think um, there's not much big of a difference, you know, for, for those three efforts. Honestly, for, for, for example, in my case or my wife's, we, we, I usually, there's a big difference in, in a 5K, 10K or half or marathon effort. So to give you an, an idea how the effort would feel, it would feel like uh, if I did like, if I go and went to do like repeats, and it's it's such a fine line so if i did it my 5k uh, it would be for sure at like four you know 445 and roughly around there if i did it at my uh, if i did it at my 10k effort it would be right around you know maybe 
455 five flat if I did around my half effort it would be around 510 you know 515 if I did at my marathon it would be around you know 522 to 527 so like you see like I but each of those really I can tell a big difference for me if I just move 10 seconds it will make a huge difference so you just kind of have to know yours you know that's why I always say it's important for you to to know all these things you know to the more data we can have early in training um, the better uh, you know, the better feedback you can get back from it and then you can apply better sense in your training because you know if you don't know what your efforts are then it's very difficult so at least if, if at least then you have to know your maximum heart rate and you have to know your threshold heart rate and if you once you know that you you can calculate your zones and once you know your zones you can yeah, you know uh you can have an understanding and even like you know I was asked the question do you have to run uh you have to run tests to get a maximum I I I'm not like it's so difficult to try to get maximum heart rate in training just like alone because it's a painful process. I'd rather just, you know, enter a race or something like that and then push it hard and, and, and get an idea. But, you know, when you're running all the time every day, you kind of understand, you start seeing like, hey, I'm running these easy runs at this and this heart rate. When I go a little bit faster, it's this and this. And then you can kind of uh, you know, kind of estimate uh, your your maximum heart rate based on that. You know, um, and then when it changes by one or two or three beats, you just adjust your training. And as you go, you know, obviously the most important number is the lactate threshold because then we know that if your lactate threshold is uh, uh, this and this, then you know there probably isn't. There's maybe 15 to 20 beats left for the max, and and. You know that's what I've learned around uh, some people and but everybody catches the that lactate threshold at a different level you know like my wife catches it around 186 187 heart rate which is only 14 beats you know I catch it I catch it at 160 169 which is 16 beats you know so it just depends everybody's got a little bit of different um, you know that's the, the threshold is like I told you guys it's that whatever the threshold heart rate that one number it's not just like it's that's that one number you know like even my chorus will say like okay right now your threshold pace is 511 and it's a 167 heart rate so that doesn't mean that when i go do my threshold training that i should be just running at like uh, three like 511 pace that just means that that's my you know range of where if i start going close to that heart rate and pace that I'm gonna be at that 4.0 or 3.5 whatever the lactate is and I'm gonna be right on the edge so if I continue at that pace or go faster I'll eventually be able will have to stop because I'll cross my lactate threshold but I always just say okay if it's 511 I basically say okay let's let's you know let's add a let's add you know another eight seconds or nine just to be sure and you know, I can start it, start it, them at like 5:20 pace, and uh, go on from there. You know, uh, so it's just, it's just understand important to understand these ranges, guys. Once you have the ranges, um, you can be pretty good. But now, the whole point of uh, intervals is to allow you to run more at the race pace or your, you know, goal pace. And um, yeah, to get a feedback from your body so that you understand, so that it's not like when you get to the race, 
and you have no idea how this how you're gonna do because you don't know you know how you, you know this is a lot of times people make this mistake they get to the race and then they're like well I don't really know what pace to run or I don't know what I can do and that's really a mistake because it's like well you should know what you can do if you enter a race uh, unless it's like a tune-up race and we don't care but if you enter like your peak race like when 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 I go to a race and when Jane went to Valencia pretty much knew that I said hey you know stick to this run 543 pace and and find people this is what we trained uh, we can do this pace you know so just go that pace no matter what and honestly uh, one of the good things I told her that day and I still think back I did not tell her to say go on 180 heart rate because if I would have told her to go on 180 heart rate she would have never hit that pace that day so that day uh, as a coach I also learned one important thing that in race day uh, we can you know if she wants to wear heart rate she does but we don't let the heart rate dictate the late race day because in that day she had to overcome and run at a higher level than before which means she had to overcome the heart rate ranges because we did practice running only at like once 180 right in that in the practice for marathon effort but in the race day you know she took that to 185 190 so that just proves you one one important thing here is that you know we were able to hit those paces on a lower range in training but with on a lower range of heart rate okay so if you can but there was of course breaks there and you know that on a race day there's gonna be adrenaline there's gonna be excitement and there's gonna be no breaks so you know the heart rate's gonna be higher it's gonna be higher and if you look at it and you start freaking out during the race day then maybe you might be limited by that that's where i don't you know i don't necessarily use heart rate uh, when i go to a race unless it's a tune-up race or i really want to focus just running on certain heart rate but if i'm going for a pr in a race i've already used my heart rate training in training i've done that's what tool serves me for but on a race day Honestly, I am not unless you're gonna make some crucial mistake of going out too hard or whatever Then you should use it, but if you Really good shape and you know what you're doing you don't want you know, you know It should be there you wear it, but it does not dictate it, the pace in the race or competitiveness is the number one priority always has been always will be um, But you know, that's why but I like to have that data just so that we can later apply and say, hey, see, we were doing this and we got this. And, and it shows that, you know, the more data you have, the more you can understand your next performance or previous performance. But, yes, that's a good question. Somebody was asking, do, do I use a heart rate monitor in races? I use it, but it's not a priority. I don't go based on, you know... If I'm running, running a race and I want to win and I just, you know, I don't go like, oh, sorry, I can't win today because I got to stick to 160 heart rate. No, I don't do that. You know, if the objective is to run as fast as I can to win, um, then that, then I will follow that. Because at the end of the day, when I'm racing, I'm not worried about my, my heart rate numbers or anything like that. You know, honestly, I've learned the best thing to do is when you race, uh, is to you know if you get really good with with these feelings and understanding is to rely on just the competition rely on your, your gut instincts uh you know 
Uh, but a lot of times, I told you guys, people make big mistakes because they don't know they overtake the start all the time. And you can only do that if you're in really good shape. Like, I've overtaken the start and I've gone so fast, but if I'm in really good shape, I can still manage a good race. And it's not, I don't feel like it's a bad thing to do. But a lot of times what happens is people go out really fast and then they really die and then they get the worst performance of their life. And then you think you, you know, you're just not good enough or you, you messed everything up. Well, yes, you did mess everything up in the first 10, 15 minutes of the race or even first five. That's where it's the most difficult part. It's the same thing as, you know, when you fly and when you're, when the plane's going up, you know, once it's at cruising altitude, it's all fine. So the landing and, and the, fin, the, the takeoff and the landing are important parts of it. Same thing in running. You want to be able to take off at a nice effort and you want to be able to, you know, it can be fast, it can be whatever, but you, has to, you, you have to understand how much you have left and can you maintain this for three hours, four hours, two hours. It's very easy, just like when I was running my 50K, it's very easy to go with the group you know they were going a little bit faster than I than I thought that I needed to do accomplish my goal, and I didn't go with them. I I chose to run alone for you know 31 miles because I knew that I can still get my goal even if I had to run alone. What if I would have went with the group? I could have died more and not even hit my you know because I was trying to do what other people were doing. But that's not my goal. My goal was to to do what I needed to do. And my goal was to do, you know, what I'm capable of, even if that's doing it alone. And same thing would be shit for you. If the group benefits you, go ahead and join that group, you know, in a race or training. But if the group, you feel like it's taking something away from your training and you're not accomplishing what you want, then you should better be training alone. Um, so I, I guess that would be a good, uh, another podcast episode that I just came in my mind with. You know, is it trained? Is it better to train with the group or train alone? I think that could be a really cool uh, podcast. Uh, I have a lot of information and experience with that, um, so that I think I gotta write this down. I always say I'm gonna talk about it, but then I forget about it. Um, um, but anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that I'll, you you were able to learn um, more about intervals and what are they and when to do them and 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 things like that. They are very, very important, um, uh, and like I said, it's something that we can do often, but we have to know what we need to do, whether it's easy intervals, fast intervals, 10K intervals, 5K intervals, and all the intervals that, you know, that exist for us to understand which ones are the most important ones. So thank you for that. Uh, again, guys, you can follow at RunPlanet365 on the Instagram. If you follow in that uh, area, in the Instagram, in our um, post, then you can, every time you when I do a podcast, you can ask me questions there. You can send me a DM. You can comment on whatever you want, which will help. You know, if there's something that really interests you, please don't be shy comment comment and you know or send me a dm i'm it's like i'm i'm i need it so i can speak about things that interest people and honestly it's that's why i ask you know it's like don't feel bad about asking a question or if there's really a subject that you want to hear and it's something that interests you i'm willing to talk about it uh you know so please send uh, something out and 
and then you know we'll get we'll get the podcast going and and, and it will be a great situation for everybody again follow at run planet 365 on instagram and um have a wonderful day bye bye